0: I don't know who needs to hear this, but...
1: Your email address doesn't care about capitalization.
0: That is so true. My oldest brother, he made his email random X of me, but it was like every other letter was capitalized, and it took me a long time before I figured out that that didn't have to be, yeah. <laughs> and it was very obnoxious.
1: I keep on asking people what their email address is. When I was selling cars, I would ask people what their email address was, and they're like, it's capital R... and then they just keep on going and then they go capital l and it's like it okay whatever
0: it doesn't matter yeah if they
1: weren't watching me i just write it as the letter but if they were watching me then i would capitalize it as according to what they were telling me but yeah i had some auditions and there was one person who gave me the uh, the capitalization and they just genuine genuinely don't know and it's not like they're trying to like over it like I feel like actually here's here's what it is. I feel like they uh, it's the equivalent of mansplaining is when they say capital R and it's like it it doesn't need to be that way. That's so true. <laughs> very, very
0: accurate. <laughs> yep. I'm Heidi and directly to my left
1: is <laughs> John. You're at the set and we're the badgers. Blasted me. <laughs> it's so harsh. I mean, I just feel it once. Okay, that is ghetto boffing.
0: <laughs> I know I'm gonna get fired. I did. Right. I did, I <laughs> did. I learned about the Supreme Court today. <laughs> yeah.
1: Only most of you guys know what i
0: Documents! On a piece of paper.
1: these days i'll have that memorized (laughs) it's only one line john i don't know why it's so hard for you i know hey heidi how are you doing
0: i'm i'm good i'm doing really well we finally got a good snow and i'm pretty happy about it yeah yeah
1: got to go shovel some snow that was nice i actually enjoy shoveling snow which is crazy but oh you remember it would always snow on between December twenty fourth to December twenty-fifth at your parents' place because yes. we were always there. Yes. And then uh, and then I always found that as my safe haven was to just go outside where nobody else wanted to be because it was it, there was snow all over the place. And I just shovel I off the I've got three yard.
0: brothers and it'd be you and my mom out shoveling snow because <laughs> my dad and brothers just would not do it.
1: I like shoveling snow. I've I, I haven't had snow until I moved to Utah, and then now I, I I enjoy snow.
0: Nice. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I do have a question for you. Um,
1: weird.
0: <clears throat> yes, so weird. Regarding uh, following on social media, and maybe it's just that I don't care enough about social media and find it to be unimportant, but do people actually care if people unfollow them on social media? Like, if people were to unfollow you, would you notice?
1: Well... Did you notice that you didn't ask me how I'm doing? Oh, I'm so
0: sorry. Answer my question first and then we'll discuss how you're doing.
1: I think that that's a longer discussion than just saying, I'm fine. Let's move on. How are you, John? I'm good. Okay. So, uh.
0: Would you notice if people unfollowed you on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter and would you like care enough to call them out on it?
1: Hmm. I don't, I don't. So I actually, I focus more so on the blockages. Like if I, if I look for somebody and I can't find them. And then like, why can't I find them? And then I, then I check. Okay, so this is the thing about social media is that you can try to, you can block somebody who has already blocked you that you can't find. And then, then you're like, oh shit. They blocked me, those motherfuckers.
0: So, like, if you get on and you look for them and you're like, oh, maybe they deleted their account, but then you go to try to block them and then it'll let you block them and you're like, oh.
1: Okay. So, you and I have had a very volatile relationship.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> this is why you're so, so adept at knowing about blocking people. So,
1: when... It's it's relationships in general, but yes. Uh, so, when we would break up and you would block me or I... Yeah, when you would block me, then I, I would look for you right because i knew that we weren't friends anymore i'd look for you actually i don't think you have actually ever went to the extent of blocking me but there are people who i did date who would block me i'd look i'd i'd check to see if i could find them in the blockages and then yep they were still there so i can block them so that way people aren't like blocking you just so that you can't block them, mm-hmm. and then unblocking you so that they can creep on you. But yeah,
0: see, I don't, I don't ever block anybody, and my Facebook has like zero security measures on it because I figure if people really want to stalk me, like, how about it? I don't have anything to hide.
1: Hear that, listeners? Yeah. Heidi has no security. I also just on her. like <laughs>
0: don't post anything, so it's not like you're gonna get any secrets or any like dirty pictures of me or anything from my Facebook or my Instagram. Damn. it. I know. That's where I've
1: been trying to. Okay, now I know why I can't find any.
0: But this question comes up because on the radio show I listen to, and like a couple other times, people have been like, "Oh, I don't want to like unfollow them because then they'll know I unfollowed them, and it'll be like all this drama." And I'm like,
1: "Really? You don't get a notification being being told that somebody unfollowed you?"
0: Yeah, I feel like maybe. I mean, I would know like if you unfollowed me because occasionally I'll like hop on and check your stuff. But I don't even think I would know if you unfollowed me. Like, I would still be following you, but yeah. I guess if you block me, yeah. Well, I just, I feel like it's such, like, a minor deal that when you're, like, getting rid of some people.
1: Actually, let me let me uh, clarify something. With Facebook, you can tell when somebody, well, not when they have un- unfollowed you, but if they're no longer like if they your friend. they unfriend you, yeah. If they unfriend you, then that's, then it just looks, you can tell that they unfriended you. Yeah. If you look for their profile. But, if you're on Twitter and somebody unfollows you that you're following, you can't tell that they've unfollowed you until you actually do a little bit more investigation. So, it's much harder to find that on Twitter. But, I don't care. I find it fascinating. I find it fascinating when somebody uh, when somebody will block me on Twitter. And, my Twitter account is, like, super chill. But... I found out that I was blocked by the uh, the guy who voices Wacko from the Animaniacs. Oh, yeah! I found that out, and I was like, "How the fuck did he know who to block? Like, why? Why did he block me?" Yeah, what, what did you why, do to Wacko? Why did he block me? But also, how cool is it that they would <laughs> that they blocked
0: me? Did you make a comment on his thing? <laughs> did you offend somebody?
1: It was probably something that I was. I probably tagged, like, three people in a, in a mm. post or something and thought, and said, you know, my aspirations for, like, voice acting, something, like, long ago enough that I don't recall what was going I wish on. that
0: I could be these people, and he was like, ugh, not me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I find it, I actually find a little bit more pride being blocked by the guy who voices Wacko <laughs> than by, uh... Than if he was just to, just to not, uh, not pay attention to me. Yeah.
0: Wild. Oh, how is Universe 25 going?
1: Universe 25 is amazing. The mice are all dead.
0: Oh, all right. All
1: right. (laughs) No,
0: I just asked because I know that's been like a big project for you lately. Such
1: a big project. So I am in the process. You actually helped me on this, but we had, uh, we made a spreadsheet So that we could find what actors are going to be playing in certain scenes. So that, I mean, that right now is going to be my handbook for a while. Now I have to figure out who's going to be showing up on what days. So that I can record that with those people. So their scene partners are here. It's a whole process. But I have gotten to the point where I am so close to saying, these are my characters. Like, I'm... I'm, I'm right there. I think that everybody who's going to audition has auditioned, so now it's just a matter of sending an email out to everybody and saying, you are cast. These are the days that you're going to be showing up. And the unfortunate email that says, you are not cast. Thank thanks you so for much. Your, thanks <laughs> thanks for your participation, but you have not been chosen. You are the weakest link. Goodbye.
0: Yes. Um. So when are you thinking that's going to come out?
1: I'm thinking that it could be as early as May, as late as August. All right. So somewhere in that range. And it could start in May. And if it starts in May, then it'll go into August. Hell. So it's going to be like eight episodes. I think I've decided eight episodes. But it's a a big deal. Pretty pretty stoked about it.
0: Yay! So look out for that, listeners.
1: Yes. Um, Yeah. So... Hey, I have I have a question for you. Okay. How much attention do you spend to the news?
0: Almost none. I figure if it's important enough, I'll hear it from you or find it on Facebook.
1: Yeah. Now, is there a reason that you don't pay attention to the news? or is Because
0: it... it's depressing, it's frustrating, and generally speaking, it's hard to figure out what's real and what's not, and everything comes from a biased point of view, so I prefer to just pay attention to the news in my own life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of news in your own life, so Facebook kind of merging those conversations together. Facebook and news. Our our local Facebook page, the Hendersonville oh my word. Facebook page, is If you hilarious. want a good time, man, pop some popcorn and
0: sit down and read the comments on our Facebook page for the or, town. Or
1: I, I'm guessing that it's not just our town; it's probably just small towns in general. Oh, no, I'm sure. If you just if you live in a small town. And Which
0: is a little bit ridiculous to me because people get so fired up, but it is a fairly small town. I'm not saying you're going to bump into everybody, every like, and you're not really going to know who they are. But the chances that you're eventually going to meet somebody don't
1: burn bridges that yeah. you might like, especially have to if you're go going to. to be like
0: a business owner or something. Yeah, like you just never know who you might unintentionally offend.
1: Yes, those but, oh. those people are cutting right now. So oh, it just man. recently snowed. And our we live in North Weather uh, Western North Carolina, which is not we don't get a whole lot of snow, but we usually get every one good so often, storm Yeah, but that's not enough to justify getting snow plows to to take care of all of the roads just for that one day. That honestly, the snow might melt before the. Before the snowplows get to all the necessary yeah. roads, right? Also,
0: I feel the need to point out that a lot of the people from that live in our town are not from this town. Right. They move here from other places.
1: They're what are referred to as halfbackers because they get from they move from the north down to Florida, then they realize that they don't like Florida, and then they get halfback. That's uh, the definition of halfbacker. That's cool. Fun yeah. word. You're, You're welcome. Ah, yeah. That's the word. But
0: I feel like that's important to note is that they're from all these places. that you get a lot of snow. So they're all like, oh, snow is no big deal.
1: Oh, and then they don't know how to drive in the snow yeah. here because we don't plow the roads. So then you go on the Facebook page and then everybody is complaining oh, that gosh. there's no, <laughs> there no... There are no... there're not enough snow plows and that people need to learn how to drive. And then they'll, some people will get pictures and like two images of one road being in in the north and all of the cars are going smoothly and then you have the south where there's the snow and then all the cars are all like smashed into the Side barriers the road, and everything yeah. but if you look at that there is a distinct difference between one and two in that the second one the roads aren't plowed
0: yeah well so i mean i'm from utah right like yeah. i grew up i in utah i got my license or my learner's permit in December. So I learned to drive in the snow. That was like a lot of my experience learning to drive. I've driven so many winters in the snow, driven through so many snowstorms. And my first winter here, we had a huge snowstorm and everyone was like, oh my gosh, we're supposed to get six inches of snow. Like, do we need to get people rooms in hotels so they can make it to work tomorrow? Don't drive if you don't obviously have to. My roommate got like three days worth of grocery, like so much food. Cause she's like, we might be stuck in the house for three days. And I was like, oh my gosh, it is six inches of snow. Yeah, my car ended up slid on the side of the road and I had to hike a mile back to my house that night and it stayed on the side of the road for 2 days because was, they could not pull it out.
1: That was a horrible day for you and it was it was, it was terrible for me too because I was on the on the other end of the phone. Yeah. And you're calling me in tears and I'm like I cannot help you. Yeah. Like I wish
0: it was that I could, it was but I so am a bad. thousand
1: miles away from you.
0: Yeah, it was just it was very frustrating because I was, you know, like expecting normal Utah road conditions where it's like, yeah, it's kind of dangerous. But like you just drive careful and you're fine. But out here, it's like even if you drive careful, you're not fine. Like right. these roads are not meant to be driven on in the snow and ice at all in yeah. any way. And even like this latest storm, we had the discussion because I ended up staying in a hotel up um, in the other city so that I could make it to work. And we were like, if this was Utah, we wouldn't even be having this discussion. Like, we wouldn't even check the weather forecast. It would have been fine. But out here, it was like, we were really concerned. So, we ended up staying in a hotel. As yeah. opposed to, like, coming home, so.
1: Yeah, it's only, like, 40 miles. So. But.
0: Yeah, but those it- people, it is really funny to watch those comments. Because everyone's like, they should have all these snow plows. And I don't know why they don't take better care of the roads. And, like, they should. It's not that hard. And everyone else is like, dude, back off. Like, their count- county's trying. Yep. Yeah, it's.
1: Well, getting back to the news part of things. So I know that was a little bit of a tangent, but yes. Um, so I understand why people are under the impression that the news is depressing and that it's you know horrible and that it doesn't really affect your life and everything. But it honestly, it does. And a lot of people will focus on the, the fact that it's depressing. Well, if it was just lighthearted stuff, that's called every other channel. <laughs> if you just want to watch something that's funny, then go to, go to watch how I met your mother or whatever it else is playing. I don't, care. but the news is, is necessary in that there's stuff that actually potentially will affect you and it affects other people. So yes, it, it's like this double edged sword. It's necessary information, but it's also information that doesn't necessarily make you happy, but you know they'll they'll put that little fluff at the end of every episode or every um, every show. that's like oh, and look at this funny puppy, and it's like whatever. Like,
0: this is our I, one heartwarming moment.
1: <laughs> yeah, but there's so much like like understanding what's going on going on in politics. That stuff is considered news, and who bombed what. That's also considered news. But also people have to put stuff into perspective. So we are at Kind of the most peaceful time of all of history, Ever, yes. And people look at the news and they assume that this is this is just the way that the world is. But you you remember when people were having le- letting their kids play in the front yards and until like any time of the night and back in the seventies, right? And all these people, were like, yeah. Oh, definitely well, I grew remember.
0: Up. I totally remember back in the seventies. Yeah,
1: it's it's been a while, but yeah, you remember <laughs> back in the seventies. Uh, no, but back in back in that time and then they look back and they're like oh well i was allowed to play in the yard until whenever but you know now you kids are just so babied and everything but really what was going on in the 70s you had like ted bundy and all these other people who were getting away with murder
0: yeah you still had serial killers yeah stuff like that
1: and the news wasn't as as paid attention to then as it is now but we live well, in the and it age wasn't of so
0: accessible, yeah, for sure.
1: Right, and I was just about to say we live in the age of accessibility or information, and we have the ability to learn what's going on in the Middle East right now.
0: Yeah, so we just hear about it more often.
1: Right, and and far more, far far faster. Yeah, and I th- I think that the news is necessary, but it is. This I also think sword. though
0: that the accessibility of it is what part of the problem is because you get bombarded. Like, when the pandemic started, man, that's all that was on every channel, everywhere, all the time, smacking you in the face 24-7. It was like, I just can't anymore. Like, the amount of information that was coming in was so fast that a lot of it was wrong, or it was changing, or people just really were like, we gotta talk about it, because everyone else is talking about it, so, like, how do we find a new angle? So, it's just, like, the same story just coming at you again and again and again, and it just got... Oh, frustrating.
1: What's also problematic is that, like you said, that everything comes from its own angle, right? So you'll have some left-wing news, you'll have some right-wing news, and you'll have these that claim to be somewhere in the middle. And they have their their reasons why they're going to say this thing or not say the other thing. and, But honestly, there are some times when just... Like one of those angles are right, and then the other angle is killing people. And it's just like well we're we're actually entertainment. we're not even news, but they'll still have on their their logo literally, okay, so Fox News is entertainment, and their lawyers have said so when they've gone to court, they say, "Oh, He's not a news anchor. He's an entertainer. So he can't be held liable for what he says.
0: That doesn't make any sense.
1: Fox News ticker says news. And Tucker Carlson is completely exempt from any any wrongdoing because <sighs> he's an entertainer, not a not That's news dumb. anchor. It's bullshit. Hey, you know, we've never even talked about the, uh, the James Webb tel- telescope. I don't know here. what that is. You don't know what that is? Oh my god! Yes, you do. You asked. <laughs> I told you we put a telescope into space a week, like, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and you said we don't put telescopes in space. <laughs> I, yeah. Wow. And I was like, um. So Heidi, I work in the culinary field and Have you, have and you ever heard of the Hubble telescope? And you're like, yeah, but it's not in space. <laughs> Yeah. Does that look like it's in space? I think it's in space. Wow. Well, yeah, that was funny. You know. Um yeah, but yeah, I just I feel like the news is news is important to follow.
0: I, I mean, yes, news is, it is important to know what's going on around you. I do think that it's important to like slow down on the news that you're getting cuz like I said, especially with things like the pandemic, like everything's just unfolding so quickly. The the information that's getting out there. And that's where a lot of the problem came. Is people were like, well, they said something different yesterday. Well, yeah, like something different was yesterday. They they discovered new things between then and now. And now they're like reporting the new things. And it's just like hard for people. Because so often it's like, that's the first thing I heard. So that's what's got to be true.
1: Yeah, it's the it's how science works, for instance. And science will say one thing. And then there are literally scientists who get rewarded for proving other scientists wrong. Mm-hmm. And the more they prove things wrong, the more correct things eventually become. And that's why, that's why some of the Nobel prizes are for people who didn't just discover things, but shot down other things that we've understood to be like reality correct. because it's, it's stuff that it's just tweaking and we are getting more, understanding now but when people just immediately say oh well you know if it bleeds it leads and that's the the justification for them not paying attention to the news is saying that well some disaster happened right oh have you heard this phrase no i
0: haven't i was trying to figure out what it meant okay
1: <laughs> so if it bleeds it leads means that you know if there's if there's some tragedy that happens then all of a sudden all these news people want to swarm around it mm. and they just get their kicks off of off of filming something that's just horrible right so if it bleeds it leads. now when covid was immediate, was the just came onto the uh, the map then everybody was was making news about it right right and they were immediate people were quick to say oh, well, that's just bullshit because if it bleeds, it leads, and that makes it sound like it's going to be much worse than it actually is. Now, not to say that there are, you could fill entire stadiums and arenas with as many people have died in the United States from COVID, but, yeah, that's that's another story. <laughs> but with the saying that, that because something was a disaster means that it's no longer qualified to is is no longer deserving of having a conversation about that's bullshit. and if it bleeds it leads it do, it's true but it's also it's not like they're they're making stuff into a bigger um, thing necessarily than it actually is
0: yeah okay okay
1: okay <laughs> we'll just we'll just leave it at okay Sure. hey sure, sure. so I was driving to work one day and I saw that a deer had been hit.
0: Is this like a non sequitur?
1: This is a complete non sequitur. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: So you were no, driving was, to work the other day. I was
1: driving to work the other day, and I saw a deer that had been hit. It was dead on the side of the road, and, you know, it's always sad, whatever. But it had some antlers. And I was like, huh, that's, that would have been something that somebody would have preferred to have shot. Now, a couple days later, I passed the same deer. It was still there.
0: But no antlers?
1: But no head.
0: Oh gosh.
1: Somebody cut the head off of a dead. Oh my gosh, deer. that's <laughs> terrible. Oh, gross. <laughs> Ew. I'm like, at least take the deer away instead of just like hacking at the the, the head, head on the side of the road. Ew. Like, what, could, what kind of person does that?
0: I don't know, gross people. It's somebody uh, who wanted to like impress all their friends and neighbors and be like, I shot this deer. But in reality, it just died yeah, on the side of the road.
1: Definitely putting it on this on their uh, their wall. Oh. I, I told that to one of my uh, one of my coworkers and he said, Welcome to the South! <laughs> <laughs> Finger guns and everything. Oh man. I know. Wow. Hey, so we've been talking about the potential future and history of of ours. But have you ever thought about what one thing that you could change that or one thing that you could have done differently that could have
0: oh my gosh, those small decisions that like change your entire change your of life. your life yeah, yes,
1: do you have any that you can think of?
0: um you and I were engaged in planning a wedding, and I went out for ice cream with an old friend, which resulted in us calling off our wedding, you moving to Florida and like change the entire course of our future which is wild to me still That so, like a friend asked me to go out for ice cream and I was like sure and then suddenly like I don't know what would life have been like if we had stayed with that engagement and gotten married then when we were two completely different people yeah because I feel like at that point we would be like we would probably have multiple kids and we would still be living in some little house in Utah and, who you and I yeah uh, yeah. Yeah. Like our life would just be very different. It would have gone on a very different course because you would have never moved to Florida. You would never have come to like the understandings that you have about yourself now. I wouldn't have become the person that I am now. We just would have been married as very different people.
1: You happy with where you are?
0: I am. I like our life. I think we're doing yeah. pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like where we're living.
1: You think that if the the course had, had stayed the same that you would have been happy?
0: I think so. I th- I wouldn't have known any different. Right. So I think that, yeah, I probably would have been happy. I don't think that you would have been happy. Yeah. I don't think that that that's the life that you would have... I mean, I think that eventually... You know, and that's another thing is, like, if this was the person that you were kind of always meant to be, eventually you would have gotten here. It just would have, like, taken a different path. So you, I feel like you still would have come to, like, those understandings about religion and things like that. So, yeah.
1: So do you kind of believe in almost a predestination, like... Or, or serendipity, that whatever will happen will happen regardless of where you are and when you are.
0: Okay, Sarah, Sarah, what will be will be?
1: <laughs> but is that where you stand?
0: I kind I kind of do. I feel like I mean, I think that your situations create the person that you are, but I think that you're also, I mean, I think that we would have been very different people if our situations had been like taken different turns but i also think that we would have eventually reached similar places as to where we are now it just would have taken a different course so it could have taken longer it could have been just you know more vivid or different but yeah i think that it's not like if it's going to happen it's going to happen but it is like you're going to be who you're going to be whatever route it takes to get there
1: yeah well I'd...
0: do you have any small decision that you made that changed your
1: entire life oh so like you know how many places I've lived? Do you know how many times that we stopped talking and I was like, yeah, we're never talking again and then it's no, like see, the just like is, let that let that one The thing time is it's in.
0: like it's a small decision, something that like at the time seemed so
1: right.
0: Non-consequential. Like, okay, for instance, I think about um if I had been asked So I got asked to my senior prom by two different guys. And if I had said yes to the one that I said no to, I feel like the entire course of my life could have been very different, yeah, yeah, which like is such a minor decision. It's like stupid, like who you went to prom with, no big deal, but well,
1: I- now you're gonna make it really stressful if there are any uh if there are any <laughs>
0: well that's any thing, girls like- listening
1: to this right now in high school and they're like. <gasps> I have prom coming up in just a couple months. Like, I have to say yes to one of these
0: Like, at the time, it seemed like not a big deal. But when I look back, at, like, based on the events that happened after that, I'm just like, wow, things could have been so different. You know, like, making the decision that I was going to go to college, like, and what college I was going to go to, that's a big decision. I don't feel like that's a little decision that changed my life.
1: Okay, so it was kind of a little decision for me originally because my grandfather was sitting me down... After I had like, the day that I had passed my GED test, and he said, "Okay, what are you planning on doing next?" And I was like, "I, I don't know." And he said, "Well, go through that uh, that pamphlet over there." And it was for the uh, for the community college in the area for Augusta Tech. And I went through it, and I was like, "Well, I mean, I guess if there was one of these, I would probably go with culinary." And if I didn't choose culinary right then, I wouldn't have gone to culinary school eventually. And then culinary school is where I met you. And then that's where we would have had four kids if we had, you know, stayed in a relationship. That's true. Good thing we broke up.
0: Right? (laughs) 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 Yeah. But no, like, that's the thing I think about is people are like, yeah, like, if I wouldn't have gone to college where I did or like, if I wouldn't have like married this person and like, but I feel like those are big decisions that you made that changed your life. And I think that people don't often think about like how small, minor, like that tiny day-to-day decision. That like when you look back on it, well, you're like, "Holy crap!" Like my life would have been wildly different.
1: Yeah, I just, yeah, there's yeah. Or I look back at the conversations that I started. I was a I was a an app dater when I was down in Florida, mm-hmm. and I could. I would start these conversations, right? And I try to like put something that would that would catch somebody's attention. And then I would give them one line and then they would respond to that. What if I had worded that same question differently? And would I have ever met that person if I had just, you know, sent them a dick pic? Like, of course I would have met them after that, right? Uh, I don't think you
0: understand how much women don't want dick pics.
1: I think I understand women exactly how much women don't picks. want
0: dick Once again, for the people in the back, women do not want a picture of your dick.
1: Unless it's mine. No.
0: I'm married to you, and I love it. I don't want a picture of it.
1: No, thank you. Oh, my God. Also, for those in the back,
0: <laughs> men do want pictures of your boobies. Yes. So uh. send them those. Do not send dick pics. <laughs> we do not want it Send returned. women
1: your boob pics <laughs> and send men your dick pics. There you go. Right, yeah. That, that'll, that'll help everything. Um, Everybody's better.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, my God.
0: I feel like that should be our question for today.
1: What's that? Should you send dick pics? (laughs) (laughs) Should you send
0: dick pics? What one small decision did you make that changed the entire course of your life?
1: We were just talking about my dick pics. They were very small pics. Very small uh, decisions. Oh, goodness. You you think that should be the question? I think that should
0: be our question for today.
1: Oh, okay. Well, sorry to Travis Travis Brown's pod decks,
0: (laughs) but today I'm coming up with my own question. So for all of those out in the audience, what is one small decision that you made that changed the entire course of your life? And at the time, it seemed like an insignificant decision, but now is like,
1: wow. How's that going to fit on a Twitter? Things different. Not on a Twitter tweet.
0: You can send us an email. We yeah. have an email at thesetpod at gmail.com.
1: Well, actually, speaking of...
0: We got our first email response to a question.
1: Yes, we did. What Shout is- out to
0: Anne Robinson. Who answered our question, what is one thing you wish you had the money to pay someone to do for you? What was her answer, John Badger?
1: Anne Robinson responded with, organize my closets and drawers and keep them that way, exclamation point, plus putting away clothes and dishes after they've been cleaned. I don't mind the cleaning, it's the putting away, exclamation point.
0: Is that what husbands are for?
1: I sure as hell hope not because I am failing at that. That's
0: true. You don't put stuff away. <laughs> you do the laundry. Wait, 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 but you don't wait, put wait, away wait. the clean clothes very often. Oh my god. I didn't say ever. I said very often.
1: Okay. I thought we were talking about dishes. No. Okay. You clothes do, you
0: do put away dishes. Clothes I'm, I'm on occasion.
1: more reluctant to yes. put away. You and can. it's and it's partially because you don't fucking know how to match socks. You You do. don't have to
0: match my socks. That's what's socks. That's the most
1: frustrating part about it, though. I oh. see with my socks, I just find the sock that matches it, and then flip them inside so that they're in, like the. See with bundle, my socks, you don't have to
0: match them. You just any two socks you find, you just put them together.
1: That's horrible. I hate one. I hate I hate it when people do that. Uh, Will wear unmatching socks, and then two. How the hell am I supposed to intentionally right. un?
0: Okay, but also socks. also these days a lot of my socks are matching. So that excuse is kind of not valid anymore. It's
1: it's always it's. Uh, no, it's what's like it called, I have PTSD like Eighty percent of my socks <laughs> yeah. match now. So. Uh, I can't do it. Ugh. can't.
0: Well, so that it. was our question, and so that's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, would we like to go back to our stamp of approval now?
1: <laughs> yeah, we totally went out of order. There. It's,
0: because, it's because it was a good question. I want to know what small decision people
1: made in their lives. What small decision did you make in your life? Don't send us pictures of your husband's (laughs) dick. Please don't. Um, The Badger's Stamp of Approval.
0: So, do you have a stamp of approval for today, Joan Badger?
1: Ooh. So, for Christmas, Mm
0: -hmm. my
1: wife gave me some headphones. Oh my
0: gosh, that was so sweet of her.
1: It was so sweet of her. And they are ones that actually, they're over ear headphones for mixing and stuff so they're from audio technica pretty happy about them you actually walked in the door earlier and i was like oh shit somebody's at the door (laughs) (laughs) i didn't even uh didn't hear you so much but i more felt you through the uh through the floor
0: oh yes because i do walk so heavy
1: You do walk so heavy. I'm glad you finally admitted it, Heidi. Like, you are a light person, but oh my god. I don't know how you clomp around the house.
0: I just need everyone to know I'm here. I have...
1: I woke up one time, and I was like, who is upstairs? You were on the same level that I was, like, a hundred feet away.
0: I, I don't think that you realize how loud you walk. I just don't complain about it. No. Yes. I think... No, see, the problem is we live alone, like, we live with each other, so you don't have anybody to compare me to.
1: Okay, see, if you were doing all this shuffling around, you'd be going clump. clump
0: I would not! Clump.
1: Yeah, it's clumping around. That's, all right, you know. well... What do you, what do you have as a stamp of approval,
0: Uh, Mine is for Queer Eye. Uh, They just came out with a new season. I know you hate them, so I watch it without you. I can't watch it. But I love it, man. There is nothing that gives you, like, the feel-goods and the cries, like, watching a couple of... uh. Well, five gay guys do... They're not all... They're not... Yeah. Five queer people uh, Mm. give someone a makeover. Like, it is... It is lovely. And it is just... It's so great because they're very much... They do more than just make them over. They don't just do, like, oh, here's new clothes and new hair and makeup. But they also try really hard to, like, find them a community and find ways to, like, give them confidence and bring them out of their shell and stuff like that, which I think is really cool.
1: So it's not just, like... Something makeover. There was a makeover show back in the day that TLC had. I can't remember what it was. Uh,
0: yeah, no, but, it's not like that. Yeah, that's. I think that's why I like it so much is because they also do. They do a lot of like connecting people, and they helped one guy come out to his family, and they helped one guy um who was like homeless and like kind of you know they helped him figure out like what he needs to be doing with his life to help push himself in a better direction, and they're just really big on like here are ways to like improve yourself and your confidence and the way that you feel about you and like let's connect you with other people who can help you and other people who are like here for you and i think that's really cool it just gives me all the warm and fuzzies but that's on netflix so go check out some queer eye Remember?
1: i just realized i was up here i was up here and i heard clomping i was like who's upstairs oh gosh no 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 there is no upstairs. You are downstairs. And Someone I come
0: hang out at our around. house so John can compare my footsteps to somebody else. Paul. On that note, thank you for hanging out with us at the set. Don't forget to tweet us at the set pod on Twitter with your answer to our question. Yep. And maybe you'll hear your answer on the air next week. Or not. Be sure to give the other podcast, Mercury Theater Podcast a listen. Yes, do that. Check out their website mercurytheaterpodcast.com for more information. And we will talk to you next week.
1: Thanks.